The guy takes a real $50 bill and he slaps it in your hand. And he says to you, are you in? Now, what do you do? Do you take the deal? It sounds like a setup. And illegal. And the guy sounds like a total criminal. Do you know him at all? No. <laughs> Does anyone go with you? Are there any witnesses? Uh, no. Do you have any way to protect yourself so you're not just blindly walking into a trap? No. Only a sucker would fall for that. Or a doofus. Or a moron. Or an idiot. Or a sleazeball. So, bad way. Would you yeah. rather be a sleazeball or a scumbag? Sleazeball all day. You, call, you let somebody call you sleazeball? You call me a scumbag. We're fighting. There's no, there's no two ways about it. <laughs> it's like it's the most derogatory term for yeah. you. It's like I don't know. A ball of sleaze is nowhere near as bad as a bag of scum. So a, ba- a bag of scum. A bag of scum. <laughs> what about a scum bucket? Sc- a scum bucket. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's even worse. <laughs> there's like a whole bucket of scum. Instead of a bag. bag. Instead of the bag. I mean, how does the bag stay? Uh, how, how does the scum stay in the bag? Sometimes the somehow the bag is worse because it like drips, you know. <laughs> it's like leaking out. It's, le- it's worse. It's somehow worse than the bucket. If there's a hole in the bottom, like yeah. there's likely not a hole in the bag of a uh, in the bottom of a bucket. Yeah, the bucket's usually solid, but the but the bag and the leaking bag. <laughs> no, you can't you can't call me that. I'll, I'll never call you a scumbag. I, I I feel like I would feel so bad to do it. Yeah. Sleazeball. It's kind of offensive, but not as. It's almost playful. Sleazeball. Yeah, you guys, sleazeball. Well, anyway, this is episode 93 of the Last Row podcast. My name's Drew. I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Badway. My scumbagged friend, Badway, you were saying. (laughs) If you're looking for our website, thelastrowpodcast.com, follow us on Twitter at thelastrowpod. Check out our Facebook page at thelastrowpod as well. Head out to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, any of your favorite podcatchers, subscribe to the show. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving us a five-star review. By the way, episode 93. Nobody goes on our Facebook, Drew. We know. Yeah, is it I even Facebook anymore? Like, There's what is a it? couple. It's meta, is it, man. Is it meta? Go on our meta, meta page. Nobody goes. So anyway, guys, reach out. If you, if you go on our Facebook page, reach out and, and show us you're alive. Send us an email, thelastropodcast at gmail.com. I, I, I'm forgetting to say yeah. that one, too. Send us an email. We, we yeah. could use some email love here. It's like, but, um, like as, e, as Egon says, print is dead. Is, is Facebook dead? Facebook is dead. If print is dead, Facebook is also dead. I, you know, if we don't get enough action on there, maybe I'll just delete it. We, we get some people <laughs> on there. Some people are writing on there. So thanks that's to everybody funny. that's left I have nothing comments. against it. It's just like, it seems like it's it's passed. It's, Anyways. It's, it's done. <laughs> Bushwhacked, Drew. We're doing Bushwhacked today. 1995 Daniel Stern vehicle. You like it when they call movies vehicles? A vehicle for Daniel it's Stern's a, it's talents? It's a vehicle for Daniel Stern's talents, Drew. He, like, listen, he's a, a, a master of the yeah. physical comedy yeah. in this movie, so it's it's a good vehicle. Yeah, I've thought so. We'll we'll get into it. We'll get, we'll get to that later. August fourth, nineteen ninety five, this was released. The summer blockbuster drew comedy slash crime movie directed by Greg Beeman. Beeman Steam and Greg Steam and Greg Beeman of the Beeman brothers of the Beeman brothers. Uh, I use this is this part where I usually talk about the director, but yeah, it's fact. Yeah. I I saw something about this director. Do you want me to drop it? This was his oh, yeah, last movie before he went to like direct to Disney Channel movies. 
Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, we, I could have gone there. I decided to take the oh, high road, but but you right. decided to go the scumbag route. I gotta go sleep. And drag, ball. A, and drag him under the mud. <laughs> I, not 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 over the mud, under the mud. The bag is leaking. No, but I, you know, I saw it as IMDb. He went on to direct, uh, you know, some some highly reputable television shows. So he's all right. He's all right. Beeman. It's not very good, is he? Steaming Beeman. Uh, IMDb five point six out of ten. Yeah, it's about that's right. That's, that's about right. Rotten Tomato, 11%. Way too low. Yeah, a little, it's a little low. I'm offended. Could be higher, but I'm not I'm offended by, by that. Way too low. No, nah, this is a solid, like, 20s movie, Drew. It's a great movie. It's a great movie, and I love it, damn it. Metacritic, dash, dash, percent. Nah, it's too low. <laughs> <laughs> no rating too on low. Metacritic. <laughs> Way low. too low. There should be a rating. There should be at least one rating. There wasn't anybody. I don't yeah. know where they're pulling from, but there was zero. Yeah. There was nothing. Not even Letterboxd. zero dash. Letterbox two point four out of five. Eh, that's about right. I could see it being a two point two point five yeah. or two point four on here. So like, yeah, that's about right. Did you did you like it or is it good? I liked it, right. but it, is it good? It's good is and it good? I liked it. Yeah, okay. It's, it's not very good, but I liked it. Four to five. A sleazy. <laughs> Better than Into the Spider-Verse? Is it better is it? than Into the Spider-Verse? <laughs> is it better than Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo? No. That's, no, listen, that's a high <laughs> bar to cross here on this show. A sleazy courier poses as a scout leader on a camping trip while on the run from the authorities. Now in charge of a group of kids, he continues to flee to Devil's Peak to escape his charges of money laundering and murder. But was he charged with money laundering? I, I have so many questions about the plot of this movie. As like, is it worth getting into now, or should we just wait till t- later? T- t- tag it, hold it for one minute. Yeah, yeah. Hold it I mean, for one minute. Like uh, all of that, all of those sentences made sense within the grand scheme of the movie. But like, I just, I, don't. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't. You're like you're like are you Tom Hanks in Big, where yeah. he's like he has the toy yeah. and he's like I yeah. don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. It's like, the toy, what do you mean? Yeah. The Transformer is a skyscraper, and I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get. Would it. you rather it says a scummy courier poses as a scout leader, or is no. it better as a sleazy? Because he's a sleazeball. He's not a scumbag, Drew. <laughs> Daniel Does, Stern's Daniel Stern's character will not steal from you, but he will throw garbage at what, you. So let me ask you this, and maybe this is not the right time to get into this, but what's the difference between a sleazeball and a scumbag? Is there a way to, to differentiate the two? A sleazeball will try to cut corners, will throw garbage on the ground, and is unreliable. Yeah. A scumbag will steal from you and screw you over. And doesn't and doesn't care about your well being. Does scumbag also see to me in my my head? Scumbag to me, like just you're dripping with scum and like yeah, yeah you're uh, scummy, but you're also physically and and, and scum- like visibly okay. dirty. A scumbag is an asshole who is also yes. looks filthy. Yeah, like a filth filth person. Like a a, scu- an, a a scumbag is an unwashed asshole. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that paint the picture? Yes. Okay. That's that's a better. That's a. I think you nailed it. I think, I think we I can move it. on. I think I got it right. Everybody now understands. Listen, whereas is- a, sle- a sleazy guy, a sleazeball, is also kind of dirty, slick back hair, slick not back. pushback, slick not pushback. back hair. Yeah, dude, the character from I think you should leave. That's yes. sleaze. That's, that's a sleazeball. Sleaze Sloppy snakes. I used to be a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. He's a sleazeball. Yeah, okay, yeah. not a scumbag. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. All right. That you defined it well for me. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, well, yeah. let, let's get into the craziness of the plot in a second. But let's hit the the usual. So taglines: 
and I don't know how they fit this on the poster. These are way too long. <laughs> there was a bunch. There was a bunch actually on IMDb yeah. in German, and I didn't even put them in because yeah. one, I can't speak German, and the translations of them were hilarious. So because they don't translate like a one to one. So anyway, yeah. the, there's two here. So the first one, Max Grabelski is taking six Ranger Scouts to a place he's never been before. Dot dot dot. Outdoors. Outdoors. I feel like the he's needs to be like underlined. Yeah. Or bolded and, and or something. Like that doesn't fit on a poster. Like it's too long. Not so. How about this? They they wanted a great adventure. What they got was Mad Max Grabelski. Yeah, eh. it's better than the first one. Yeah. 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 Meh. And and financials, right? So so budget. Completely unknown to the internet, and I don't have Box Office Mojo or IMDb Pro, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to be paying for that. Sorry, listeners. Uh, so yeah. we don't know what the budget for this movie was, but I can tell you that it was a flop, and it earned a cumulative <sighs> cumulative worldwide gross, an estimated of seven point nine million. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I I I would guess that it cost over twenty million to make. Probably because I mean they had a helicopter, they had yeah. the the mountain climbing. You know, there's a bunch of stuff. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't that much. I feel like this movie lost at least ten million dollars. It, it if probably, not, if did. not more. If not and more. and to that point, Daniel Stern apparently had a setup with something. I think I forgot the studio for this. I think it was uh, I don't even remember. But they had a studio deal where he was going to do a bunch of movies. I guess this did poorly, so they canceled the rest of the deal, and I actually feel kind of bad for him. Yes, poor guy. Like, yeah, I mean, he's not a he's not a he's not a movie runner. You know, he's, I he's it, a man. he's a side character guy. Uh, but he's, but you that's know who he is. Do you know how committed this guy was to the role? Do you yeah, know just, how committed? Just because you try hard doesn't mean you're good. No, well, well, listen to this. So while the film's cast had to go undergo undergo training sessions, so they they put the people through swimming classes, rock climbing sequences. Mm-hmm. Daniel Stern was so committed to this role, like he was so into the method acting of it that he deliberately avoided any exercise as he felt mm. that it would better enhance just how out of element his character was. So he I was like so that. committed that he did nothing. I like that, but another part of me thinks that that's just regular Daniel Stern. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, whatever. Yeah. He's like, well, it's a good excuse. It's like yeah. the Daniel Day-Lewis of of, uh, of yeah. com- comedic uh, acting mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I feel like that's his everyday life is just not exercising and all that stuff. So The other thing I, I found interesting about this, uh, another fun fact about the movie was apparently they were originally considering this to be a spinoff of the 1990 Home Alone with Daniel Stern reprising the role of, of Marv. And it changed throughout the process. Would you have liked yeah. that better? Yeah, I mean that makes sense, kind of like, I, and I kind of feel like he probably took some Merv into or Marv, I should say, Marv into the um, the role a little bit, right? He Did had you the, see any the, of that? The, he had the, the, the characteristics. Yeah. yeah, the way that he he carried himself, the craziness of him, sort of the the sleazeballness of it, for lack of mm. a better term, not the scumbagginess yeah. of it. Maybe maybe you could call Harry the scumbag and 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 Marv is more the sleazeball. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And then the other fact before we jump into this is that the you know did you notice they called them Ranger Scouts or something? Yeah. So they the Boy Scouts of America obviously wouldn't let them use the uh, name for the film. Would you? I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't know. I thought Ranger Scouts like was a thing, and that like 
No, or maybe it is, but... I thought that maybe it was just... I, I didn't think that they were forbidden from using Boy Scouts. I thought Ranger Scouts was just like another level of Boy Scouts. They weren't allowed to, to use it okay. for the movie, and I mean, rightfully so, right? They're not going to let them use this in, in it. It's probably like makes the name bad or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it makes the name so. bad to think that you can call up to have a scout lead your crew, and then it turns out to be some sleazeball, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and this... Yeah. So this one, this one won one award that I want to call out um, mm. it it has the first place award for one of um, my favorite Daniel Stern movies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's no award at all. <laughs> There's nothing. <laughs> it's got nothing. I was There's like sitting. I was sitting. I was sitting on the edge of my seat, going, "What award did this win?" It's, I'm interested. <laughs> I didn't put it in the notes here. It's won nothing, <laughs> and it's nominated for nothing that I'm aware of. So maybe it had a Razzie or something, but there there yeah. wasn't anything. But yeah, I was I was thinking Razzie or bust. So. Yeah. Let's jump into this, and the and the first topic that I want to ask you is, how do you remember this as a kid? Did you watch this in the '90s? And if you did, did it feel the same to you? Because there's there's a very specific thing that I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. But how do you remember this compared no, to watching it, it now? It didn't feel the same to me. I, I did watch it as a kid, and I I don't know. I expected it to be more. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to describe, like kid-centric. Like a kid-friendly movie? Yeah. My whole thing as I was watching this and I couldn't get it out of my head was like, is this movie PG-13 or PG? And I Mm -hmm. saw that it was PG-13. And when I fired it up, it blew my mind that it was Mm PG-13. I feel like this movie hugs this weird line of, it wants to be a PG movie, but it's rated as a PG-13 movie and it doesn't know which way it wants to go. And back in, what, 95, I guess this was... I don't know, PG-13 was like, they didn't use like the amount of profanity that I think they could have used for Mm PG-13, but they used enough of these weird innuendos, like when he was having the dolls, like like explaining the quote, birds and the bees to the kids. Mm -hmm. There's these like awkward moments. And apparently when they re-released this thing out on VHS, it was released as PG-13 and it was unedited. But later, as the years went on, they recut this thing under a family feature and they, yeah. they made a PG version of it, and they dubbed mm. out the profanity. I, I assume they cut out some other things, too. So It's just weird to me. It felt like this weird straddling the fence movie. So, like, there's a lot of reference to child murder in this movie. Yes. So I think that that factors into the PG-13 as well, where it's like not Carol. overt. Yeah, it's not overtly violent, but there are verbal, like, there are verbal confirmations that these... Uh, villains want to kill the kids. I mean, there was a like, quote, it, let's it kill said the kids. Mul- yeah, it's said multiple times, let's kill the kids. Where are the kids? Are the kids dead yet? Like that whole thing. <laughs> Look, the river killed the kids. Like, that's it's too much. It's too much kid killing, yeah. all right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you can't kill any but, kids in a PG movie. But as far as like that line straddling thing, take that away, right? I was thinking while watching this movie, like imagine if this movie was made in like, like the the 2000s or like yep. the late 2000s or like the 2010s like imagine like imagine the movie role models with Paul Rudd mm-hmm. like imagine Paul Rudd being this character and doing that I don't give a shit attitude and like even like swearing at the kids yep. that kind of thing like I feel like that would have made for a, a more interesting movie where like you didn't have to drop f bombs like role model but you could have like called the kids little shits or used a couple shit bombs in there a little bit like have the guy be a little bit more vulgar and a little less kid friendly. Yeah. Like, well, they could have rated R then. Yeah. yeah. No, but it didn't even have to be rated R, but like, 
Daniel Stern, for as like sleazy as his character was, he kind of still was kid friendly. Like he got to kid friendly pretty quickly. Yeah. Quickly from his first encounter with the kids. You know what I mean? Well, there was like slapstick comedy about it too. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like raunchy, but I think yeah. you're right. Like, and you nailed it with like a Paul Rudd movie. You use role models. Like if this, this was like a Judd Apatow film or something, mm-hmm. Apatow, whatever you say. Yeah. But I, I think you're right, because I think if this was made more recently, I could see this more of like a rated R type or or like pushing the PG-13 to R boundaries with that. Yeah. It's especially with the way that they went down against the bad guys that are trying to kill these kids mm-hmm. all stuff like at the time when it was made in the 90s, I guess they didn't really do that. Yeah. There wasn't because, really movies like that. Because this wasn't like a like a nonsensical, goofy for the kids movie. Right. Like it wasn't like I'm trying to think of a better like example. Who, who of goes that. to this movie though? Because yeah. that's the thing. Like in '95, yeah. like does a peach? Because you're like cause I saw this on tape. I'm pretty sure VHS. I didn't see mm-hmm. this in the theater. Like when mm-hmm. you go, who's gonna go and watch this? Is your parent bringing you to this? It's like then it's again. It's that weird line straddling of who is this for? I don't understand. Right. Like I like the movie and I liked it at the time. Mm-hmm. I still like it, but yeah. it's it doesn't it's. Not to go too much into this, but it just mm-hmm. felt very different watching it this time. I probably haven't seen this in twenty years. Yeah, but like since the kid, since a kid isn't a main character, and the kids themselves aren't main characters, it's yeah. all about Daniel Stern. That's why, like, they, it should have been pushed more to a PG thirteen. Whereas, like, if the kids were the focus of the movie, then maybe they could have gone more PG. But yeah. they were kind of caught in the middle. Well, I was going to ask you about this too. How do you compare it? So, there's another movie that we did on the show like a long time ago. I like you, Cindy. So how do you how do you look at this versus like a kindergarten cop? Because I think kindergarten cop does what you're talking about, where it mm-hmm. was probably more for the adults. Yeah, there was kids in it, but it was yeah. it was more for the adults. It's definitely for adults, yeah. It's sort I mean, of like the opposite of this movie, but it's in yeah. the same like I guess audience. Cause isn't that mm-hmm. PG thirteen? I'm pretty sure it's PG thirteen, right? I think I'm pretty sure it's R. Or is it R? I don't I remember. Think it's R. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot well, of, there's a lot of for adults. There's a lot of murder in that movie. <laughs> there is a lot of murder. <laughs> Isn't Cindy, Cindy's murdered like brutally? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's like four murders in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we we talked about this a long time ago. I'll put the episode in the show notes. But yeah. I want to see the movie of of John Kimball as a cop. That's the and movie there, I want to see. And there's a school. There's a school shooting at the end of the movie. Well, that's Drew. true, actually. Yeah. I mean, geez. And and kidnapping. Man, that's R, that's R like hard kidnapping. Yeah. All right. So, so is this the anti kindergarten cop? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get into the movie. Let let's talk about Daniel Stern. Right. So we talked a little bit about him. Max Mad Max Grabelski. Is that how you say it? Grabelski. Grabelski. Drew. Self admitted. Well, maybe not self-admitted. Appointed sleazeball. What is this guy's deal? What, like, who is he? Tell me about this guy. I don't know. He is what he is. He is a sleazeball. And before we get into his character, Drew, I couldn't help but feeling that why isn't Jim Carrey in this movie? <laughs> he probably should have been. Why couldn't this character have been Jim Carrey? Because it might have been a budget. classic. It might have been a classic. This was like directly after Ace Ventura, but I think before The Mask. That's a good point. I don't know. Maybe he signed on to the mask, but like, I wonder if they even asked him or if they were all in on Daniel Stern. But maybe he didn't want to act with kids at that point in his career. Like he wasn't he, ready for the kids movie, what, you know? What if, yeah. What if he hates kids? He might, he might Jim hate Carrey, kids. Jim Carrey hates kids. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> you heard it here. Breaking news podcast. on the last row podcast. Jim Carrey hates kids. No, but like this movie seems like it would have been perfect. Like he could have stolen the show. He could have done all his goofy Ace Ventura shit. 
like and directly like attributed it to a fake scoutmaster, dude, dude, the movie would have been great. Greg Beeman is not sanctioning his buffoonery. Okay, <laughs> he is not going to sanction that buffoonery. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're you 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 actually bring up a really good point. I would have never yeah. thought about Jim Carrey for mm-hmm. this role. It's actually kind of interesting. What if he was yeah. in this movie? Would it have been better? Can would you it have been imagine, darker? Like, you talk about Daniel Stern's physical comedy, which was great, by the way. Was, he did a good job. Like, just imagine Jim just flailing around the screen out in the wilderness. But the thing is, like, Daniel Stern didn't steal the show, and I feel like Jim Carrey at that time was like, he was too popular. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. This you movie was begging. Radar. This movie was begging to have the show stolen, Drew. There was no it, one to it, steal the it, show. It, Daniel Stern was great. What are you talking about, man? Daniel Stern like is, he's the side guy. And I, I i applaud him for stepping out and, you know, and the company taking a chance on him to be the leading man. But clearly $7 million, Drew. I, mean, I thought, he talks. I liked him, man. He was great. <laughs> he was, he don't was get great. me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He was good. He was good in this movie. And I liked him. But can we get somebody a little bit better? <laughs> Come on. To lead our movie? <laughs> I like Daniel Stern. I thought yeah. he was good in this. He was good. I don't. Yeah, I don't want him replaced. I mean, it's you know, it was whatever. Fifteen years ago, yeah. it was fine. Twenty five years ago, geez, we're old. What are Anyways. what are his sleazeball crimes? Like, what makes him a sleazeball in this? Why? How would you cat? Why would you categorize him as a? So sleazeball? yeah, like I said earlier, like a sleazeball is typically a litter bug. He's a kind of a dirty looking guy. Doesn't eat typical meals. You know, he's he's stuffing candy down his face at 8 a.m. in the morning on his way to work, smoking his Marlboros while he's eating snacks. Like, can you imagine, like, you're a smoker, right? I don't, I mean, I'm, we're, neither of us are smokers, but, like, I don't know how this works where <laughs> you eat a piece of candy and then, like, before it's down your throat, you have a cigarette lit up. You're taking the drag? You're taking the drag of the cigarette. Like, you're eating while you're smoking. Yeah, like, but... That's a, that's a sleazeball move. But it wasn't... <laughs> But it wasn't. It wasn't even candy. It was a pastry. It was a. It was a snowball. It was a snowball. It was a snowball. Yeah. Or like you're you're drinking a coke. He's got the jumbo coke, and he's like smoking while he's drinking a coke. Like, is that does that wash together? Again, I'm not a smoker, but I've heard coffee and cigarettes is a thing. Yeah. Maybe coffee or alcohol and cigarettes. That's like yeah. That's different. A coke though, it's sweet. It's a sweet beverage. It's like smoked coke, you know. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you? Why would you sully your coke? I don't know why you would do that. The other, the other scumbag. Well, the scumbag move. Not even a sleaze bag move. This is a scumbag move. He took the wrapper and he shoved it in a kid's backpack as he was walking. (laughs) See, that's a that's a sleaze ball. That's a total sleaze ball. I thought it was a scumbag. I wouldn't call him a scumbag for that. A scumbag (laughs) would have been to throw it in the kid's face. He was deceptive about it, you know? Like, he, a sleaze ball would, like, pick his nose and, like, stick the booger under the table. Like that's, about, something they, that's something this guy would do. So, so is, is a sleaze ball worse than a slime ball? Or is, is, that, is a slime ball in between no, scumbag and I think and a, slime ball? Ball, a slime ball is also a criminal. A sleaze ball is not necessarily a criminal. Like this guy. He's not a criminal. You know, you know he had the perfect sleaze ball outfit, too. His yeah. fashion. He had, like, the leisure wearing? suit. It was, like, a leisure suit a shirt with a big pop or the collar yeah. out of the leather jacket, but it wasn't like a biker leather jacket. It yeah. was like a, it was, it was like a vinyl jacket. Drew. <laughs> it was barely a leather jacket. It like was like, yeah, it was like a vinyl jacket. But the, the best part about that. And, and then he had like, he had loafers on, but he had like the kind of loafers that you have when you're like a 45 year old dad. Like you, you <laughs> have to have, it's like part of the dad uniform, right? And when I yeah. turn 45, I'm going to have to buy these shoes. It's like part of the, you just have to, yeah. but they're like the loafers 
that you see at Macy's or like JC Penney where they have like that weird mustache looking thing yeah, that looks like, like a, a comb. It's like a, like a bolo tie or something. Yeah. And it has the tassels. Yeah. Like if you, you had those and like, I just, the funniest part of the whole movie to me isn't even the physical comedy. It's just the way that he's dressed while he's camping. Yeah, it's great like, wardrobe work. Yeah. He's, he's, he's just the perfect outfit yeah. and he's completely unprepared for whatever he needs to mm-hmm. do. But I thought I thought he was great in this. I thought that he had a great physical performance. But mm. so his job, right? He's a delivery man or a courier. Like, what's the difference between a courier and a delivery man? Like, it wasn't UPS, but it was isn't, sort of like isn't a faux a, UPS. Isn't a courier like specifically scheduled for specific Maybe. deliveries? Like you get a telegram. Whereas, yeah. Whereas UPS or FedEx is like, oh, we got an order in from this place, that place, the other place. I don't know. I, I feel like is a courier more specialized. And, that, that's and true. Sp- like you're hiring this place to pa- deliver your package versus you're gonna hire this guy. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to drop it off. You know, or how how long has he been doing this job? Like, how did he get this job? Like, do you do you have any perspective on that? Because I couldn't tell. I don't know. It seems like the type of guy that would be hired and fired from a lot of places, <laughs> right? In like the same day. Because again, another another um, you know characteristic of a sleazeball is that he's lazy. He's probably not very motivated, and he's probably late all the time, and he's getting yelled for. He's on his last strike, that kind of thing. His boss was riding his ass about it. Yeah, you know, sure. It yeah. seemed like he was in trouble. Absolutely. All right, but enough about where he works and all that. I, I just, I just have one question for you, Drew. Like, as, as we get into this movie, what the hell's going on here? Like, <laughs> what's what's going on with the plot? Because, like, I'm, you know, I understand movies pretty well, and like, I can, I can, I can you know, manipulate my way around a complicated movie. I can understand Inception. I know what's going on in Inception. I know what's going on, you know, in all these crazy movies. I could not for the life of me figure out the plot of this movie. Like, besides, he's on the run from the cops and he impersonates himself as a ranger scout to six kids. But, like, I understand why he's running and what crime was actually committed at that house. I'm going to tell you something. I think Christopher Nolan did a better job of explaining Tenet than this movie explains. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I, that's what I mean. It, it it really, I had to, I actually had to look this up after because the movie does not explain it at all. No, like, and like these types of movies, they're supposed to have simple, like, uh, conflicts. But like, yeah. I can't understand what happened here at that house with the burning, I, the burning house. I had to look it up and I, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you my thoughts on it. And then mm. we can talk more about some of the other stuff. And I know we try not to hit plot every time, but no, this one's I, somewhat important. I need you to hit it for me because I don't know. Like, I, I, so like, is, is he like, were, were they trying to set him up or was he wrong place, wrong time? Like, I don't, I don't even at understand. First, and in my notes, and, I, and if you look at my notes, I put something, oh, it looks like wrong place, wrong time. But as the movie unfolds, mm-hmm. you find out more. So I'll try to summarize this in the, in the best way that I can without making it too confusing. Mm-hmm. So... He's an idiot, right? He's a sleazeball. And he's this courier. And apparently, Reinhard Bragdon, which is also a very fancy rich guy's name. We'll nice talk name. more about him pretty, when we get to pretty good, Pretty good name. It sounds like a kind of guy that will wear a turtle, turtleneck and have a, a villa at the top of a mountain, right? Like yes, Reinhard yes. Bragdon. Yes. Uh, but I had to look this up. And for the most part, it's not very easy to, to decipher from the movie. So... Mad Max Grabelski is a fall guy. That's what he is. And you yeah. watch this movie, and essentially he's this courier delivering packages to this guy's house. And the guy offers him $50 in tips, which isn't that much. I have some thoughts on that. I'll ask you in a second. Sure. But there was like a, a total of like six packages that were going to be delivered. And he got approached, and he, he explains this at the campfire, 
as as you would hear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and essentially got, got all that. Essentially he was set up. They thought that the law was on to them. Um the mm-hmm. FBI guy, John Polito, Agent Palmer, and Bragdon were laundering money and I think they were getting money from these packages. And what happened was they staged this fire and they staged Bragdon's death so that they could pin it on Grabelski, Daniel Stern's character, and basically okay. get away with this thing scot-free. So they 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 were stealing laundered money from the authorities, and the guy faked his death so that he could frame it on Daniel Stern's okay. character. Two two questions. One, did you figure that out or did no. you have to look that up? I had to look it up. Because there's that is not in the movie, all, it's all not. of what you just said. Right. I, like, I understand the teeth thing, and I understand, like, I could tell the FBI guy was dirty from the jump. That guy is that guy from that thing. Yeah. He's just dirty. But, like, at the scene where Daniel Stern was in the house with the fire, like, none of it said anything about that to me. No. Now, and secondly, did, was was this a setup from the jump, like, from the first delivery? I, they didn't like, say, and I don't know, but I would speculate like, that it wasn't. Like, did the rich guy go, oh, shit, like, they're on to me, I need to hire this guy, and, like, at a certain point, he's going to take the fall. Like, we're going to set this house on fire. I think that maybe they didn't go into it intending that, but I think maybe as they okay. went along. because pivoted. It, it, yeah, pivoted. And, and I found this on Wikipedia, so obviously it's it's going to be what people speculate. There wasn't any, like, the director, I didn't watch the director commentary or anything like that. I don't think it went that deep. Yeah. But... I think, you know, maybe and maybe people are speculating as to what happened and this isn't even in the script or anything, but they said that, you know, when they uh, they were stealing money from the authorities after they were coming in under suspicion. Now, who was under suspicion? They didn't even say. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. guy Palmer, the FBI, he had that other partner. I couldn't tell whether he was dirty or not. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. explained at all. No. That's and that's my biggest problem with this movie is like the entire premise was not explained or it was too confusing or maybe they cut scenes. They I don't probably know if it did. was an editing thing, but it's also like, it's not like it was like this, a, a reveal and a secret to where like, Oh, big twist guys alive. Like, of course the cops dirty. And of course the rich guy's alive at the end of it. It's yeah. like, there was no, like, re, like if it was a mystery, then like, yeah, yeah. sure. But, I but, it, but it comes back to what we said earlier, right? Who is this movie for? Because if it's for older people, yeah, maybe they could figure it out. But I'm, we're in our 30s and we couldn't even really figure it out as we were watching it. Yeah. And if you're a kid, maybe you don't care and you're just Probably like, whatever. Care. You just want to laugh at Daniel Stern, like, you yeah. know, chugging, you know, cutter bug spray and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And that's it. But you're right. They didn't try to explain it, they didn't really care. It's just interesting. And I don't understand, like, this whole thing about the final package. And I'm gonna we're gonna get into this when we villain scale this guy. I think he's just gonna break the scale in the negative. But I don't understand what the hell this guy's plan was, and it was just yeah. bad. It's just a really weak plan. But we'll come yeah. back to that in a minute. Yeah. But I guess it doesn't matter, but also it does matter because there's a reason why the movie made seven million dollars. Yeah. And yeah. Well, and this guy isn't directing Hollywood feature films yeah. anymore. Yeah. There unfortunately. Well, but, he didn't write the movie, but I mean Fair enough. Or, or I'm pretty did, sure or, one of the Farrelly brothers did, or, maybe. Or Diddy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a Farrelly wrote this. I'm pretty sure. One, one of the, was it the bad Farrelly? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it was Bobby. Damn Bobby. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was Bobby. The bad Farrelly. No, I don't know. I don't know if it was one of them. I'm sure yeah. that I saw Farrelly brothers. Now, maybe it's just a guy named Farrelly. <laughs> no, it is. It's him. It's one of them. 
So do you think they had a falling out at the time and the bad one wrote this and then like, and then he apologized because yeah. he knew yeah, that his career maybe, maybe would be over unless, you know, they hooked back up. So, so bringing it back to, to Daniel Stern's character, he gets, he's on the run from this whole thing and he falls into basically being a scout leader. And that's the whole premise of the movie. Yeah. So I have a bunch of questions on this and I want your opinion of this, but the mom was the mom of the kids. And there's a group of kids in the movie was essentially this not Boy Scouts leader, the whatever they're called. Ranger Scouts. The Ranger Scouts leader. The main kid was getting a lot of crap from his mom, like doing cooking class and all this stuff. They're supposed to be cooking on a fire, but then they're baking cakes and doing all pastries and all this other other garbage, right? Yeah. So they want to go on this overnight and they want to have this big, you know, this big overnight stay in, in the woods and all this stuff. So the mom takes it upon herself to hire a scout leader. Is that a thing? Can you hire a scout leader? Like, is that well, possible? Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure. I mean, if there's a neighborhood that's lacking, you know, a program like this or a lead like this, and you have, you know, a parent that's willing to take it up and do the best they can, but clearly she's not herself a ranger, a ranger scout. So these kids, they, you know, they want to get on some action, you know? What kind of scrutiny goes into like renting a scout leader because clearly, you know, she had some contract or something. Yeah. I'm sure there's like a, there's a ranger scout of America. I'm sure that, you know, you call the number, you look in the yellow pages, I don't know. And, uh, and you figure it out and the guy comes down from whatever the closest, you know, precinct or whatever, you know, park that it may be. And the guy was legit. I mean, he had the Hummer or the Jeep or whatever, and he had like ranger on and everything. And Daniel Stern stole it, you know, and one thing led to another. Bada boom, bada bing. You got Dennis <laughs> Stern. Yeah, he's also Dennis Stern's a spider. You know. I mean, how? Yeah. So I got a lot of questions about that too. Like, what do you think of the nickname Spider? Sounds like a villain's name. It sounds like a prison, like a like a yeah. like a prison boss, yeah. or something. You know, or spider. yeah, yeah, or it sounds like uh, you know, you ever see the movie Eight Millimeter? Yes. With a with Nick Cage, that's like I think I feel like the 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 snuff film director, like his nickname was the Spider or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like what a spider is. Yeah, I, I wonder why they call him Spider. If he's like because he climbs or something, or I, I don't even know why they yeah, call him climb, Spider. I want to know. He, he climbs like he has eight legs, Drew. <laughs> so what? What do you think about Daniel Stern in this? So how would how would you do if you fell into the situation? Could you succeed as as a oh, a fake scout leader? Those kids would be dead in an instant, Drew. <laughs> They'd be dead in an instant. It'd be over for them. <laughs> would you Would you succeed? Could you? How long? No. Would, how long nah. would you make before before they figured you out? Those kids would die first, and I'd be right behind them. I'd, I'd be dead <laughs> soon thereafter. Tell you what. <laughs> like how how long could you make it? How long do you think you could fake this? Like for real? Uh, yeah, no. The kids would sniff me out in no time flat. I know nothing about the outdoors. I hate the outdoors. I can't stand being outside. I hate fresh air. I hate it all. Would you try? Could you try? If I, if my life depended on it, sure, I'd try. But like, I would be so transparently not up for the job. So you, you know, weren't in only, the Boy Scouts? No, I wasn't in the Boy Scouts. I hate the outdoors and I hate children. Like, really? <laughs> I mean, I, I like I like the children in my life. I don't like other people's. <laughs> there like, you go. I don't there like I don't like strangers' children. There it is. Put it that way. 
Hey, I have I have children and I, and I have a child and I feel I have, the same as you. You you have a children. <laughs> I have a children. No, yeah, I I don't like strangers' children. You I can know what understand I mean? that. So yeah. so you're not a camping guy. You don't go camping. No, no, not have at you all. ever been I? camping in your life? No, can't say I've spent more than like you know eight hours outside. At so one you've time. never slept outdoors in your life? Never, never not slept once. outdoors. I never, you know, I went like bootleg hiking every once in a while. You know, but I wouldn't even call it hiking. I just call it a walk, really. If, if I've been you, on walks. So you said you would die. How would you have died if you were Daniel Stern in this? Would you Would you have died like from starvation? What What would you have died from? I mean, I'd probably you know an animal would get me, or I'd like accidentally f- like fall off a cliff or something, or I'd like break my leg and like bleed out, and nobody would be there to help me because the kids can't. What are they going to do? The kids don't know any better. So the so you would have you would have gone gone down with the bear, right? The bear cub. Yeah, that would have been it, right? I, I would, I mean, I don't know if I have the balls to play dead to a bear. <laughs> what about, but what about playing with the cub as if it was a dog? I, w- I wouldn't have done that. I would have been scared of the cub. But I did he the, do it because cub. he thought it was a dog? Or did he do it because he was like, no, it was, he's it was probably the, it was probably the funniest scene of the movie. No, I think he was just, you know, trying to be tough and say, oh, what, this is a little tiny bear? Like, yeah. The tiny bear is not going to hurt you, but obviously the mother's around somewhere, right? There, there's like the scene of him basically like like play fist fighting with with a yeah. with a bear cub is like it's one of the funniest things in the whole movie, and I just yeah. I was like belly laughing. Yeah, unless I, I you know I I compare it to like I mean, again think of Ace Ventura when Nature Calls when he's fighting the alligator, you know, and I, I imagine what Jim Carrey would do in the same scene. Like yeah, Daniel Stern did it good, but. Could have been a lot better, but uh, let's get off that. I'm sorry. What about you? Were you were you in Boy Scouts? I honestly, I if, if you were, if you were, I, I mean, I'm a bad friend because I would have forgot because you would have. No, told no, me no. I, I wasn't. My brother did it for a little bit, but I, I uh-huh. wasn't. I mean, I like I like going outdoors. I like camping. I like hiking. I like all that mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not an avid you, outdoorsman. But I yeah. like it. Do you know how to like tie knots and stuff and all no. that good stuff? Or? No, I can tie do, one knot. It's whatever the shoelace knot is. That's about my. Do knot. Do you know? What to eat outside and what's poison and what's not? No. Do you know that? No, I know what so, because there's an app on my phone that tells me. But that's okay, about so like it. You, you'd be worried about what berry to eat. You I'd probably I die know. immediately too. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would. I don't think I'd be surviving. Like yeah. I have, we have friends that were in Boy Scouts and Eagle Scouts and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd need them to survive. Like I need the life straw. You know, we're talking about the oh, life straw. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Put me on naked and afraid. I'm dead. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I'm gonna die right away. I'm naked yeah, and, and fact, I'm afraid yeah, of death. And the fact that you'd be able to pee anywhere you want them, you would love it. You don't even need the piss pipe. You just no, I pee like wherever that. you want. Yeah. I like that. You don't need to hide it with the with the tube going down your leg. That's your, that's your wife your wife is an outdoorsman. An she, outdoor, she is. And how, how do you say that quickly? Outdoorsman? 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 She is. It's easy to say outdoorsman, but like outdoorswoman? She, and she's she, Yeah, she's she probably was, the reason why I am more than, she I, than I was. She would. She would she, survive. She, she survive. knows a hell of a lot more about that stuff yeah. than I do. And, and she's and for me. Yeah. I'm not. So if she's with you, then you're good. Yeah. She. She. I need yeah. her to survive. If I. Yeah. But I like being outdoors, and you I like, like that it, stuff. But if you were stuck out there, oh, I'd be without scared. anybody. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, yeah. naked, afraid, and dead. Yeah. Is, if it was me and you, me. if it was me and you together, stuck <laughs> outside, we're both we, dead. We'd be yeah. dead. Yeah. Dead in an instant. Dead in an instant. 
<laughs> so how do you how do you rate Daniel Stern as a scout leader then? Do you, do you like if you compare him to actual Spider? He sort of lucked into things. Not so he? bad. I mean, really, he did okay, right? He, he had to right. warm up to it. He had to warm up to it a little bit. He figured it out. He saved some lives, didn't he? He certainly figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> he, a little rough he start. Okay. It's a rough start. I mean, he climbed rock. He climbed the mountain. He, he did repelled, that. He repelled mountains. He, he, he saved a, a kid. Saved a kid from a tree branch. Uh, he got the kids across the bridge. Yeah. With oh my god, you know, that's got to be the tactics. cover. That's yeah. got to be the cover photo of this episode. Like the sheer strength that you would need right. to take, and we need to put this yeah. picture out there. Of <laughs> the guy is. If you haven't seen this movie, you need to. I'm going to put the picture online so you can see it. It'll probably be the cover of this episode. But he's acting as a human bridge. Human bridge. Across a gigantic <laughs> cliff. Like a, it's like a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's a giant gap between two rocks. Yeah, it's, it's a gap. It's a six foot gap they need to get from one place to the other. Really, I feel like any, I feel like, I don't know, can it, maybe a kid can't jump six feet, but I could. Could could you jump that? I think I could jump six feet across. Yeah, Absolutely. Either way, they didn't even try. Am I dumb? Can I jump six feet? I'm trying to think. <laughs> you need to get up right now and try to jump yeah. six feet. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I can jump my own body height. Like I'm almost six feet. Like here's, well, not really. But here's what kinda. you need to set up yeah. your couch and then put your table six feet apart and then just jump and I'll watch you. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna put my headphones and do it real quick. Ready? Here we go. Make sure the audience is still uh, entertained. Right. I'll, I'll cut the gap in between here and I'm gonna come back as soon as he's done. <laughs> I need, I need to, to put the video of you jumping online so people could see that. Drew, listeners, I didn't make it. <laughs> I didn't make it. You, Not even listen, close. I need the Not video. I need the video of you doing this. It was just a blur. Like you went a blur past the screen. I'm absolutely going to try to put that on Instagram. A A I didn't make it. And B, now my neighbors are awake. That was awesome. <laughs> oh man, poor neighbors. <laughs> but yeah, th- so you'd have to you'd have to stretch your body across this gap. But the thing oh, yeah. is, he must have had metal rods or something. <laughs> His arms, <laughs> like just imagine put put two chairs apart, right? Put your legs on one side and put your hands all the way outstretched, and put your hands on the side of there, and then have people walk across you. I couldn't. I couldn't stretch that strength. way with nobody on the, my back. The core strength. I don't think Van Dam would be able to do this. Imagine <laughs> if Van Dam split across the, the gap and the kids walked like over his head. You know, <laughs> he could do he, that. He might tear his groin doing that. Eh, well, you know, I like it know. dips down, like the groin dips, but like he could hold it. I feel. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> Look, we did the split on this show. Yeah. We did it for the fiftieth iTunes review or Apple Podcast review. We did it. We'll put the picture out again. But I don't think I could even do that. No way. No. Hell no. Yeah. no. I don't know how to get this back on track, by the way. So sorry, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> but Daniel Stern. So so anyway, we're saying about him as a scout leader. He did pretty good for, for the situation, right? All things considered. Yeah. But the yeah. parents are pissed about the situation, obviously, right? So yeah. they're blaming the mom for this whole thing. And the one dad who is, what is his name? Alan from entourage the, yeah. the the studio head that has a heart attack on on the golf course big entourage fans here but this guy's blaming the mom and he's saying it's your fault this kid forged the permission slip cuz he wasn't allowed to go now is that her yeah. job to check well, like look she could have looked at it but 
she's not mm-hmm. like a forensic analyst. Yeah, this is this is the '90s. We don't have the internet like it's a piece of paper. At, at our fingertips. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, I would I would have liked some identification. Fair enough. Uh, before I handed them off, handed the kids off the to some strange didn't seem guy. To do anything. Yeah, to some strange guy. I would I would have liked to have seen some identification, especially when the guy rolls up in a leather jacket and not in like <laughs> actual camping with no camping gear. The guy looks suspicious as all hell. Or or are you like that's how confident this guy is in his abilities? That yeah, that, you have that too. <laughs> Man, this guy no must gear. be good. This guy must be good. He's going to go hiking in, in like loafers with tassels. This thing is no big deal to this guy. Yeah. They're going to Devil's Peak. This guy's in dress shoes. No sweat at all. This guy This guy climbed Everest. In a leather jacket. Yeah. That's, that's how good he is. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like the and and the, the whole the whole thing with the police in this movie, it's like obviously a comedy, but the whole thing when the parents are are clearly worried, they're clearly upset, and the police are just like they finally find out who he is, and they're like, oh my god, it's Mad Max Kravelsky or whatever, and like they're not supposed to freak out in front of their parents, mm-hmm. right? If you're the police, you're supposed to be like, oh no, we got it under control, and then they yeah. talk about that on the side, not in the middle of everybody. No, <laughs> like yeah. what the hell's that? It's just bad police work. That's just bad police work, Drew. What, what about the kids in this movie? Did any of them stand out to you at all? N- no, and I feel like that was part of the reason why the movie... Like, I don't know. I enjoyed the movie. Like, I wasn't bored by it watching it back now. But, like, I didn't think any of the kids stood out. Like, I didn't care more about one kid over the other. They're all kind of, like, similar personalities, They're very right? generic. They even looked like, all the same to me. There was a weak one. You know, there was a scared one. There was a brave one. There was, you know... The girl, but like they tried to have tropes, but I feel like in the end they all kind of mushed together, right? Yeah, I mean there there was there was like the the sort of the pseudo leader kid, like you said, they had the tropes, and the and the one kid was like the geeky kid, the overconfident kid, but I don't think any of them stood out. I mean, yeah. they didn't really, I don't know, they didn't have anybody, but they weren't the focus of the movie, I guess, and they didn't detract from Daniel Stern. Like Daniel Stern was really, they they made this movie, and they were like Daniel Stern, just go be go be funny. That's kind of yeah. what they did. And I get your point yeah. about Jim Carrey because that he would have carried it. Yeah. But he would have buried these kids because they they couldn't hold a candle to him. And I feel like yeah. you know, it was weird. Like they had but I like the chemistry between Daniel Stern and the kids. Like I thought they had good chemistry. Yeah, they did. They did. Daniel Stern seems like a guy that is really good with kids. Especially if you're a kid actor on yeah. this movie, you probably mm-hmm. had fun filming it because I bet he was hilarious. Yeah, he probably like he probably is good with kids, and it probably that's why it, it, it shows so easy on the, in the movie. Do you know how old do you think these kids were in this movie? Ah, uh, twelve. And if they're Twelve-ish. twelve, yeah, how do you rate their ability to find a criminal? Because they're pretty dumb, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, it takes them too long to figure out that this guy isn't who he said he was. Is right? it because they are not really as good of scouts as they are because their mom has had them sheltered? Yeah, because they haven't had great teachings, right. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. So maybe they are a little naive in this scenario as well. And the kids go from the book. Yeah. What is a good ranger? Because their mom was not a good ranger leader because she's really just teaching them like home ec stuff, right? Yeah, she was doing the best she could, but she so, wasn't equipped. So they're out, they're out there. This guy, you know, clearly doesn't know what's going on. But to them, like, he's this guy's leading us to an adventure. We should probably listen to everything he says. Maybe what he's doing is right. I mean, I it know. took it took them to hear the radio before they they figured it yeah. out, and then when yeah. they did, they tried to kill him. <laughs> like, so I don't know. 
I, I take myself, I don't know, maybe your childhood's different. I'm sure it was in certain scenarios. I remember back when I was a kid. I mean, I was pretty naive. I would believe anything anybody said. So I wasn't one to, like, fight back against authority, especially in my preteen years. So, like, if I was in the presence of an adult who was in charge of me, I would probably believe everything that that person said. He was an authority, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, this guy says he's a ranger scout. Yeah, he's a ranger scout. He's my he's my uh, he's my uh, my guardian at this point. What, what did you him. What did you think about the way that they they turned on him? They tried to kill him, but then they realized that he was being set up somehow. Right? I don't know why they believed him, but they did mm-hmm. because they saw the the FBI guy clearly lied to them. Yeah, and then they were going to go and, and climb his peak to intercept the last package. Mm-hmm. Would you have supported him if if you were one of those kids? Well, if he. He should have told them to stay back at that point, right? Yes. He took he them should not with have, him. He should not have brought them along to confront these criminals, right? Yes. And 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 to that point, I want to ask you, like, what kind of crimes... Forget whatever happens here, right? Like, he gets away with it. They all... The, again, the plot doesn't matter. They win, they win the day, right? They get the bad mm-hmm. guy, blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about him in a second. Yeah. But he's he's got to be guilty of something, right? Like, what are yeah. his crimes? Well, you know, I do have my law degree last last row university. Got to so, bust out the bust yeah. out the lawyer group. I lawyer did some here. research, some quick research. I'm and this was a tough one. It was hard to to, to define. And there, you know, if if anyone who's listening disagrees with my assessments, I'd be happy to learn uh, what exactly crimes that Daniel Stern did commit. We know he didn't commit money laundering, and we know he didn't commit murder. Those were false accusations. But I believe he is guilty of negligent misrepresentation, Drew. What is that? What does that mean? It's basically It's basically um, either saying something that you're not or making someone believe, leading someone to believe you're something that you're not without so actually saying it. being a scout it. leader, like yeah. the scout leader impersonation. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. You know, there's also civil fraud. Which is a, a lesser form of negligent misrepresentation, and there's also criminal impersonation, which obviously is, you know, being somebody that you're not. Right. So, I mean, negligent misrepresentation could be a class C felony, Drew. Up to <laughs> you know. Well, what does that mean for him? Does it take somebody to press the charges? Like, if the parents no. were like, "No, we like this guy," yeah. like, could they it, not press yeah. the charges? I feel like you got to charge him anyway because he endangered those kids. It's a six to twelve, six to eighteen month sentence. So <laughs> that's a bad. Yeah, civil fraud is misdemeanor. Criminal mis- impersonation that could be pled down to a misdemeanor as well. But negligent misrepresentation that's going to get you. That's going to get you minimum six months. And is right? it is it multiple counts because of the amount of kids, or is it that could be? I think it could be because he did it for what six kids and the for parents? six kids for six kids. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, well, really, is that a minimum thirty six months then? Yeah, maybe. I guess. I mean, I'm not a judge, but but you know, you know, maybe the judge can go easy on him because he did end up saving the kids, and then maybe the kids vouch for him. You know, you're in the courtroom, and the kids vouch, and the parents they vouch and say, you know what, we messed up too. Guy's not such a bad guy after all. Look, he actually saved people and solved a crime. It could be pled down to but a lesser sentence. He was pointing a gun in people's faces, wasn't he? It was he a was. real gun. Isn't that uh, brandishing- public endangerment? Yeah, brandishing a firearm. Brandishing a fire. <laughs> you said that on one of the other episodes, yeah. right? Like, yeah. wasn't there a thing like flashing a gun? But but if it wasn't yeah. loaded or you weren't going to shoot somebody, 
It was intent, a fake gun. Intent doesn't matter. I feel yeah. yeah, that was during the Airheads episode. Intent doesn't matter. But I mean I mean there's a lot of cases where you don't think something's loaded and it actually is. Yeah, that's fair. Fair you point. Know, right? Fair point. Yeah. But what about the kids though? Does he have any crimes like because he he technically took the kids, right? I mean he you, took them. But is it is it kidnapping? I guess it is. He's I, not really holding them again. Like if one of the kids just said, You're stupid, I'm going I'm going back. He probably wasn't going to stop them. No, I don't right? think he was. I think he. Like, was I just, don't think he held the kids anywhere. He didn't care, but maybe if you had but, a good prosecutor, maybe yeah. they could argue. You could, you could, I guess, make the argument that he kidnapped them through negligent misrepresentation. Right? I mean, they chose to go with him for that last package, which made again yeah. made zero sense. So that was that was of their own free will, but mm-hmm. they're minors, and he's their adult guardian in that situation. So maybe, maybe yeah, that, he that's, did kidnap them. Yeah, that's child endangerment, I guess, or you know, <laughs> six counts. Yeah, six counts for sure. I mean, if the mom wanted to sue because the kid was hanging off of a you know hanging Dude, off of a, a branch there, you know, Dana's dad was suing one hundred percent. Dana's dad was definitely suing. He was definitely suing. <laughs> he was definitely suing. I mean, he's suing the mom because that kid, yeah. did, I mean, he, the, his kid forged the, the permission slip. The mom should have seen right through it, as he, he says. Should, he should sue his kid for... for right. <laughs> he's probably gonna, yeah. He's gonna sue the kid, too. He's gonna that disown him. Poor kid's allowance money's going right back to dad. Let's let's talk about... So we talked a lot about the plot of this thing. Let's kind of wrap it up with this, this villain scale thing because we can quickly just take this guy to task. Yeah, I, I I told I told Drew before we recorded that I wasn't even sure we should villain scale him because he's such he's not in the movie much and he's pretty he's a weak villain but uh, we we can play along here. This guy so. is so weak. So uh, if you're new to the show, we have so what we call the villain scale. We take all the bad guys of the movies and we put these through this. There's four categories. There's look, style, hideout, and layer, plan, and henchman. A one to five scale for each of them. Let's put this guy through. We even talk about potentially bonus points for ruthlessness. This guy, maybe he wanted to kill a kid, so maybe that gives him some points, but I think he probably loses a bunch. But yep. Reinhardt Bragdon. So Reinhardt. his his look and his style, I'm going to lump his name into look and style, and I think that's a very solid name of a rich guy. If you're trying to boost his stats, then go ahead. Yeah, and I mean, look, he's got a sweet turtleneck, and he wears a sweater and a blazer. He pulled his own teeth, didn't he? yeah. Yeah. Is that looking style or is that part of your plan? I mean, that's part of the plan. Yeah, dentures, I guess, is his looking I mean, style. The, the, I mean, the teeth were like, you know, he's a millionaire, so it's like indistinguishable. But but it made, so I don't even know where this goes, but he talked about he, he pulled each tooth and it was worth it. It was a million dollars per tooth to pull mm. it or to reproduce them. I don't know. Reproduce. But he was laundering $10 million. How many teeth do you have? So just yeah. one of those packages negated whatever the hell he did with his teeth yeah, yeah. i mean he's bad again we'll get it with plan but like so i don't what, know what's his look and style if you give this guy he's got he's got crappy blonde hair it's <laughs> just like he looks like a, a computer salesman really I mean, he's got he's <laughs> zach morris I, I don't make fun of people with glasses i have glasses myself but he's got geek glasses for that year for that you know did he have glasses of, i don't even remember that he did he did i think he did <laughs> maybe he didn't I don't know <laughs> in my mind he has glasses I don't know I don't think he did <laughs> what do you want from me it's like four in the morning what do you want from me whatever and either way the guy looked like a like a dweeb you look like, like a dweeb can we bust out dweeb that's a 1995 yeah. word I'm giving this guy a one 
He's getting a he's one. There's a like, one. I don't know what the conversation is. He's getting a one. He doesn't look like a criminal. He looks like a computer salesman. He's like the freaking guy from Under Siege 2. You he know? does. He's he that. looks like he's that like guy. That. Yeah. He, he looks like a rich guy. Is what he looks, yeah, he know, looks, looks like, like a, a rich country, guy. Yeah. It's like the it's president like, of a country club. Yeah. It's like if Zach Morris grew up to be a, a criminal, which he probably did. This is Zach Morris. You know, I haven't watched the reboot, so I don't, I don't yeah. know, or the continuation. He looks, he looks, he looks like forty-year-old Zach Morris. What, what about his hideout and his lair? So he's got I'm, this sweet mountain house. That's but what the else? only. That's the only thing he gets points for, in my opinion, is the hideout lair because he has a great mansion and estate. He's got a great mountain top, top of Dante, Dante's Peak, Devil's yeah. Peak, Devil's Peak. Uh, I mean, not Dante's Peak. That would be a volcano. Uh, He's got a great cabin on top of a, a Devil's Peak that has a helipad, Drew. Yeah, that a helipad pretty with, with sweet. a helicopter, and he knows how to fly the helicopter. It's pretty sweet. He's gonna get a four. You give him me. a four for the for the hideout layer. He has two layers and a helicopter. All right, All right. let's and, see what he has. And happens. the one layer is on top of Do- of Devil's Peak. Yeah, that's a four. You right, climb there. Is it like in Commando where you can only get there by heli- helicopter or climbing? No, the- no, the delivery man drove right up. <laughs> I forgot. And speaking of that, Drew. <laughs> speaking. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, if the delivery guy and the mom drove right up to the driveway, why did Daniel Stern and the kids have to climb up a mountain and risk their lives? Did they not see the route? <laughs> This movie, this movie's not very good, is it? Was it? Wasn't there a path somewhere, like just some driveway that goes all the way up? You're right. I mean, you know, there's a fork in the road. You make a left and a right, and like you can make the wrong decision. He must have made the wrong ass decision. I mean, he cut the rope bridge. That yeah, I get. You yeah. need the rope bridge, but you're right. Yeah. Like, how did the delivery guy drive there? He didn't he take right a drone. Up, and the mom, the mom drove right up there and got herself kidnapped. She's a real estate agent, right? So she yeah. she, she had the listing. Yeah. Like, God. Just plot holes galore. Yep. Well, anyway, we'll give this guy a four. Are you <laughs> sure it's not a, a three because you can drive there? <laughs> yeah, it's accessible. All right. It's, but bump him to a three because it's too we'll give accessible. Him a three because it's too accessible. Yeah. <laughs> what That's about fair. what about his plan? Right. So he's stealing laundered money from the authorities, and he fakes his death. You got to give him some credit for faking his death after yeah. coming under suspicion of, of of stealing, and he tries to frame Max. And he knocks his own teeth out, like that's commitment to the plan. It's commitment. But but he also he's using the delivery service to launder ten million dollars. Why doesn't he just take the money? It seems unnecessary. Can you fit ten million dollars in that size box? Like I get a lot of Amazon packages here, and I don't yeah. I don't know how much it, ten the, million takes. The box was like you know, if you if you just Googled box, like yeah. It's just a regular cube. It's like there's nothing big about the box. It doesn't. You didn't need. You didn't need a hand cart for yeah. it. You know how it's, heavy it's, is ten million dollars? It's got to be heavy. I I looked. I was trying to look this up beforehand, right? Like, like these delivery men, like Stern and the and the delivery guy at the end, they were they were tossing this thing around like it was weightless. <laughs> I thought I thought when you have that much cash, like it physically takes up a lot of space. Like I was looking this yeah. up, and I thought. I could have sworn that it was got to be bigger than that. Like if you what look if up a, what yeah. a million, a million's less than you think, but ten yeah. million's got to be bigger than what you. What think. What if the you know if you got thousand dollar bills, Drew? Yeah, the the, the currency from what's it called from yeah. when they were changing the money over. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. What do you give this guy's plan? Because 
it, it's clearly thought out, but it's also stupid it's, because yeah, he, no, there's yeah. got to be an easier way. Yeah, it's a one because it's you know <laughs> does he get does he get a two because like he faked his own death successfully and he fails too. Some kid jumps at him and right, that's it. I'll, I'll give him a two because he successfully faked his death. I mean that's good. That's good planning. I mean, <laughs> anytime you can fake your death and somehow yeah. get get away with it. Maybe you get the credit. Maybe you, you get, get the, the credit. One, you get the point, but like he doesn't get any other points because the rest of the plan about the money laundering was very dumb. If you if you faked your own death, right? Let, let me let yeah. me ask you this. I'm not yeah. to go down a tangent, but if you faked your own death, right? And and I actually believe that you died, and yeah. and I would be very heartbroken, right? I would be very I would be devastated. That's that's oh. the right word to use. Oh, because that's how much you mean to me. Oh. But if you came back, right? <laughs> And like, <laughs> you faked it, but then you came back. Yeah. Is it a crime to make, to make your own death? Like, I think it is. You, I, mean, I think there's tax uh, the, the situations or uh, I don't know. But like, let's say then you file your taxes next year. You're just like, surprise. I was just kidding. I mean, it depends. Like, is there a life insurance policy that someone gets paid out because I died? You know, it depends. But like, let's say you gave the money back. Just the, just the fake your own you were, death. You were like, just kidding. Yeah. Like you just wanted yeah. to do it as a gag. Yeah, is, is like it a crime? I feel like it's a crime. I do feel like it's a crime. Yeah, because you're like uh, I don't know, you're falsifying some kind of legal documents to have someone file on your behalf your death certificate. You know what I mean? I feel like it's it's got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> I'm taking us down too many tangents here. Yeah. What what about the henchman? There's there's one guy, right? That's that's would you categorize yeah. anyone? The else? FBI, the FBI guy with a with a pencil thin uh, mustache. Palmer. Yeah. Which is which. Good mustache. Palmer. Palmer's like the obvious cop name. Every cop is named Palmer. Palmer. Yeah. yeah. This guy was ineffective at at best. Yeah. <laughs> he was awful. He got caught. Yeah. I mean, this guy, he, this guy sucks. You know, you know when he gave away that he wasn't an FBI agent to, to the movie? Like, we knew right away, but like, when when Daniel Stern was on the bridge... And the kids were crossing the bridge, and they finally catch up to him. I know where you're going with this. He tries to snipe Daniel Stern (laughs) in front of all the kids. (laughs) And then the scout leader, who's like with the FBI agent, who doesn't know the FBI agent is bad, goes, hey, you can't do that. There's kids there. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Was he afraid he was going to hit the kid, or the kid would be upset when he watched Daniel Stern get his face blown off? A and B? Like, you know, that's pretty traumatizing, you know? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. It's absurd. So you're going to give this guy any bonus points for ruthlessness of wanting to murder six kids, or are you taking points away? By by the way, the henchman's a one, right? I don't think we scored. Oh, yeah. Henchman's a a one. one? Okay. okay, It might even be a zero, but I don't think we give zeros. I don't think we give zeros, so yeah. No, No bonus points. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of tough talk, kid, kid killing going on, but I didn't see any bullets get fired. <laughs> kid if you would have at least shot at a kid and missed, that's points. But <laughs> no shot, no shot, no points. Yo, D- Daniel Stern gets a point for for cutting the bridge while the kid's on yeah. it, like to 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 yeah. make him run across. So yeah, so like the scene where they're in the helicopter and then they, you know, the kids have the pretty good idea to like throw the bags in to make it seem like they're drowned. Yeah. So like if the if they if they did some like you know shots down at the water like to shoot just in case <laughs> like, like a that's warning points. Shot. yeah yeah or like you know maybe I'll hit them and I'll just shoot the water <laughs> like that's that's ruthlessness but <laughs> that's, they didn't do it that's but they didn't smart do it. too you know yeah. you gotta you gotta shoot the water yeah just in case yeah 
But the, no, 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 no shot, no points. All right, let's let's recap this guy. So look at style as a one, weak as hell. Yeah. Hideout in layers three, it's not so bad, right? Yeah. His plan is a two. Lucky you to know, get the two. Faked his own death. Maybe we yeah. went too high on that. And that his henchman is a one. So what is that? Four plus two That's is six seven. plus a seven. Seven out of 20. It's probably the lowest score in the history of the villain. <laughs> we gotta, I, I just need to, I keep, I'm too lazy. I didn't do the list. I gotta do the list. Well, one yeah, day I will. We'll, we'll bust out a special episode one time. Episode you know? 100, maybe. Yeah. So. Wait, what episode is this? This is, this 93? How the hell did we make it this far? How, how do we, how do we make it this far? It only took us know. like eight years, right? Yep. <laughs> took, took us eight years. And I'll tell you what, the people, they wanted it. The people want it. We're going to give it to him. I, we owe the listeners, man, for sticking yep. with us this long. So yep. I, I have a couple questions just to close this out. After the movie, Daniel Stern, right? He gets awarded. The kids get awarded a whole bunch of badges because they lived in the wilderness. One, they make him a scout leader. And, they, and I, don't, I can't tell if it's a joke or not. I, I don't know if it's a joke or not. Would he actually be a scout leader after this? Much and number two... How long before the first kid dies on his watch? Well, I mean, there should have been some casualties in the first one. And, you know, wouldn't it, wouldn't this have been a good movie if it was like Cliffhanger and like yeah. maybe we lost some of the kids? <laughs> like just, like in Cliff, just like in Cliffhanger, like we lost some of the people. Yeah. 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 What if we just, what if, you know, one kid did fall and to his death and the other, you know, maybe a kid did get shot. I don't know. <laughs> Could have made the movie more effective. Yeah, could have made the could have made the movie more effective. If you shoot the kid, it's 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 instant rated R, right? Yeah, it's right. It's rated R. Sure. You can tell how late it is by the amount of giggles that I have right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, he he shouldn't be a scout. He should be nowhere. He actually should probably have a restraining order against kids. He probably you know what's he doing? Like what's going on here? I mean, is he yeah. a sex offender after teaching them about the birds and the bees with the the Barbie dolls? Like that that was that. <laughs> That could be that could put him on no. the map. There, it was so ridiculous. You could you could make the argument that he also doesn't know what sex is. Exactly based on based on the way he described sex to the kids. So exactly. Yeah. No, he he shouldn't lead any kids. And yeah, I I, I feel like yeah, go on because I feel like uh, the award was a ruse. Yeah, and what I was gonna yeah. say was the scout leader messing with him, right? He's because he sends basically every kid. To Yosemite mm. with him, it's got to be a joke, right? Like it's not real. Yeah, it could be like the scout master, like just saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, you think you're a real ranger? You think you're tough because you survived this one mission? Well, there you go, that kind of thing." Yeah, I, th- I think that's a possibility for sure. I, th- I, I, I gotta say, all said and done, I haven't seen this movie. I think in twenty years, I was happy to watch it and I enjoyed it. I wasn't bored it's, at all. It's underrated. It is, and uh, it could have been better in a lot of ways. But it, but yeah, yeah, Daniel Stern. He's a great, he's great at what he does, and it's probably better in in a sidekick role, but I don't think this is the type of movie that should have got him kicked off of being a main man. It's kind of unfortunate, but, you know, whatever. What, what what's, you, your, what you what's your favorite Daniel Stern role? Obviously, Home Alone is the most iconic, but, yeah. you know, besides that, what's your favorite uh, it's, pro- it's probably Breckmo, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. It's, it's my most memorable of him. You know, you, uh, we talked about this before uh, the episode. It blew me away that he was the narrator for Wonder Years. Like, I had yeah. no idea until you told me tonight. I'm surprised you didn't know that. I, I no I mean, idea. It's not, he doesn't do the comical voice. It's, it's his thing. voice. But He plays it so straight. I, I never, I never like, put it together that, 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 that that's him. 
I, I would I would agree with you. I think Brickma is my favorite of his roles. I mean, he's been in a bunch of other stuff too, but obviously, you know, Home Alone is is the most iconic and the best. But I I really like Brickma. I thought he was hilarious. I'll link to the other episode mm. that we did for Rookie of the Year. I think it was episode forty something. But I, I enjoyed this movie, and I'm glad that that we got a chance to watch it. We've been talking about doing this one for for quite a while. Yeah. I'm just curious if if anyone else likes this movie like we do. If it's the first time you're seeing it, I wonder if this thing holds up at all. It's on Cinemax right now, so if you want to watch it as of, you know, 2020, what is it, 2021? I don't even know the year yeah. anymore. If you guys are enjoying the, if you guys enjoyed the movie, send us an email, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of it. Tweet at us at the Last Row Pod. Leave us a comment on the Facebook page, right on the Facebook episode posting. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser. Thank you to everybody that's taken the time and left one for us. We'll be back in two weeks on Thursday, December 9th with another episode for you. Maybe we'll go Christmas. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, uh, you know, if you're going to fire this one up on a Thursday, that happens to be the release day, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. That's right. And if, but if you listen to this episode like on, you know, on April 14th, uh, 2027 then that won't mean anything to you exactly still you know. that's that's how much we are we're giving thanks to the listeners everyone that's thought that's yeah. that's stuck with us you know thank you everybody have a happy thanksgiving like bad way said and, and this is our gift and, and thanks to everyone that's that's listened and, and left us some love oh, oh. we love you guys love <laughs> so we'll you. see we'll see you guys in a couple weeks So, do you light up a cigarette and then watch Leno and I was go to more sleep? Of a let- I was more of a Letterman guy myself. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I never understood the cigarette thing. Like, I, but I've never smoked, so maybe, maybe it's like the best thing, you know, for that time of the night. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I never, I've never partaken okay. myself. All right, so here's here's what you do next time. You know, with the, the last <laughs> wife, and you know, the mood is set. And the deed is done. Out of nowhere, you fire a cigarette up in bed and, and wait for the reaction. Could you imagine if I pulled out a pack of Marlboros? It's like she would probably kick you out of the house, not just I, yeah. the bed, the house. It would be. Yeah. It wouldn't even. It would. It would be goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. It Get out of not, here. It wouldn't be divorce, but it'd be like you gotta go for the night. Yes. It, w- it would. Then, be get out of here. And then you come over my house and then. But I'd kick you out too if you smoke my house. Yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm not gonna be doing that. I, I, I feel like it's rude for me to just light it up in your house. In my own. <laughs> Imagine if I did that. Yeah, that would be the funniest thing. I, would love to get I, find, I find it funny, like, I don't know if it's just.